Hello everyone, welcome back. I am your host, Amani Brown. This is Paper Play Action, and I have a ton, shit ton of people here today. So, we got Paul. Hey, hey. There he is. There's the boy. We also have Leon. God damn it, I was captured again. It's not hard. It's not even hard at this point. We got Pele. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, it, was my, it was me at this time. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I'll tell you the story momentarily. No, uh, no, no, you just don't know it was me. No, don't matter, because no, no. I captured I someone better than both of you. We got Flair. All it took was exactly. a cinnamon stick and a cinnamon stick. You can't no, 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 no. They just waved See, the cinnamon in front. I was my own business in Savannah, you know, just chilling. And uh-huh. I was trying to be, trying to, trying to, you know, get some... As lions do such. in Savannah. And then all of a sudden, fucking Flair comes out of nowhere, Endeavor style, just... Shooting fire from his back, just <clears throat> coming across the field, and then Amani's just sprinting full speed like the Flash, and they kind of just wombo cobbled me, and then uh, Flair took me and Prominence Flair as well, so I'm kind of burned. So, okay, so I just gotta apologize. Sense. Real, I just gotta apologize real quick. What Leon just said was completely utter horseshit, mainly because he was drugged. I shot him in the ass with a lion. It was all illusion. <laughs> Delusion no, right. my ass. I know exactly how my stories go. So always bombastic and really fucking weird. Yes, because <laughs> they're that's real. The... They're not yes, fake. but your as uh, your name per, per se is, I hit you with a tranquilizer. You were imagining it all. No, that, that is bullshit. Because it is all an illusion. This could be an illusion right now. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm like fifty percent happy and fifty percent kind of, uh, kind of disgusted with the fact that immediately the mind went to endeavor. It I'm makes sorry. It's flare, fire. That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, we could have said you were a Pokemon. Did you want to be a Flareon? <laughs> oh, no, their stats are horrible. No, he's probably a Blaziken. Blazikins are about hands. I've always wanted to be a uh, what's the, what's the tree one? Trico. I've always mm. wanted to be a Trico and have a Charizard light me on fire. <laughs> it's super effective. You die quick. You know what I mean? Boom, bada bing, boom, pal. Thank you. I love Trico. Why would you say this? <laughs> if you want a super effective way to easily die in a Pokemon world, just be a Charmander and have your tail go out. That's, That's true. fair. That's, That's fair. Very, very true. You just get dunked on by every water Pokemon ever. <laughs> a Tiger could spill juice or, on his tail and kill him. You know? Or be a Spoink and just, you know. Not and just stop moving. You die. Yeah, again. no, just pick him up. <laughs> just pick him up. Spoink will eventually hey, go yo, out. Put up my heartbeat. It's shut down. Hold, wait a second. I can't bounce. I can't bounce. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Pokemon have such dark ways of dying. Mm-hmm. There's so much dark Pokemon lore for no reason. Oh, there, there is a lot of dark Pokemon lore. <clears throat> Flair, what's the name of the one that'll fight you if you have any types of emotions ah, that's whatsoever? Catherine. There you go. <laughs> I find your emotions annoying. You look at me sad. Come at me. Yeah, no, that was the deal. If it's a negative emotion, it, it like if you have a negative emotion within like a twenty mile radius of it, it will start tracking you down. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. It just it will start just, like, tracking you down. Like, you sad motherfucker. <laughs> and then when it finds you, it'll beat you to death until you stop. Hef. It'll beat you till you stop feeling that emotion, which is weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> You feel slightly <laughs> depressed for some reason? Mm. Get you can't have that. You feel happy. You can't have that. <laughs> if you ever want to keep your kids safe, get them a drompa. <laughs> a drompa, okay. What, what does a drompa Explain, do? Explain, please. Uh, so, um, 
Adrampa hates bullies. If Oh, if your kid or if there's any bullying going around, it will trample them to death. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, yes. They're, otherwise, they're pretty cool Pokemon. <laughs> Damn, that's a... hates bullying. That's Don't a... you ever bully someone. I will kill you. <laughs> Imagine like, just walking about just yoking somebody up and saying, you ever think about bullying that boy over there again? And I will stomp you out. <laughs> What's so funny? You will never see this again. <laughs> you know, I'm just imagining just it all of a sudden hears or sees from a distance, and then it just runs up on the on the bully, and just you know, full sprint, athletic <laughs> kick, you know, just foul football kick, punt the shit out of it. And I'm not sure if you guys have seen what a Drampa looks like, but it's the most unintimidating Pokemon, unintimidating dragon. But then it'll just kill you. It'll murder you. Drama. Yeah, no, this thing does not look like it could actually fight, and yet it will. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> derpy, very derpy. Very derpy. Right. Looking very... That's a drama. I keep forgetting. It's vibing, and then it will like, stomp you. Fly at you. Just... <laughs> yeah, the fact that it tramples you is crazy. It, it actively... It's got the dreads and everything. It looks like it should be vibing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he do. He just don't hey, like bad man, vibes. Yo, wait a second. <laughs> Are you bullying my friend? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll end you. <laughs> just start threatening the kid. You got one more time, <laughs> Billy. I swear. I swear, Billy. <laughs> I'll send you to Arceus. I swear. <laughs> I am not kidding. You will catch the fade. Mess with him one more time. Take his toy. See what happens. <laughs> do it, Billy. I said, do it. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> This is a game. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> How the fuck did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> On Arceus, Mike, I will send you to yeah. your team. <laughs> <laughs> On Arceus, I will kill you. I'm not playing. <laughs> Hold my dread. Hold my dread. <laughs> this motherfucker play it. Okay. He must think I'm a joke. <laughs> Square up, bitch. Square up. Come here. I'm about to stomp you out. I'm about to give you these Tims. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to go a whole outrage on your ass. This is Pokemon. This is Pokemon. <laughs> if the lore was true, the world would be so fucked up. What moves does it know? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you got to look it up. You got to find out. My bad. Um, let me read the exact Pokedex entry for you guys. Uh, if All a right. child it has made friends with is bullied... Drampa will find the bully's house and burn it to the ground. <laughs> That's lit. He's a real one. <laughs> it still works, though. He's just like, oh, I remember you now. Champa's an OG. That's the title. It's an OG. You don't play no more. It's like, yo, you protected. Bro, it, when he rolls up to, uh, like, burn down that house, it's just playing that, uh, I don't know if it will come through the mic, but. Copyright, no. Probably not. It's Plus playing right now on my end, so you'll hear it yeah. when you, okay. you're editing, you'll be like, ah, that's a good song. It's still by the Ghetto Boys, but it's what uh, Stewie has playing when he's, like, kicking on the record or whatever on the ground and breaking it. Oh, yeah, that's a reference oh, yeah. to Office Space, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
bro. <laughs> All right. So, now right, we got our nice little conversation about Pokemon out of the way. How have you guys been? What you guys been up to? Pretty good. Dragon man. Rage, Dragon sure. Breath, Safeguard, Dragon Pulse. He's still running Outrage, fucking Outrage, yeah. Twister, oh, that makes sense. Twister's on his ass. Protect, that's fitting, fitting for that one. Also makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's Protect. Thunder, Shadow Ball. Alright. So, Leon, what you been up to since so you, uh, you going down the list of stuff we got here? Alright, what so, you, what, you what I've been up to, um... Mainly work, I've actually had a, a time where I went to Virginia <coughs> last week, actually, and um, I got to meet my uh, new uncle, uh, my uncle number eight, actually. Cool. Uncle number eight. Yeah. Congratulations. Is that like kaiju number eight, but for like uncles? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, okay, I just had to, no. I have to ask this question. Number eight for the same aunt or number eight in general? Do you have like seven evil uncles that you have to defeat? No, I don't. Before you can become an uncle? <laughs> in order to, you know, to like transcend. Yeah, no. become an uncle himself. That would be epic, but no. Um, uh, I have, I have uh, seven uncles... And then this uncle is by a different uh, lady that my grandfather had a, a time with, since hey. he very much loved women in his youthful days. Uh, so, and found out, I think like a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, uh, he called one of my uncles, I think number four or hmm. uh, whatever, and he basically went the whole rundown, what happened, how this all happened and everything talked to the grandfather to my grandfather <coughs> confirmed it and then my uncle told my mom and then my mom told me and we kind of were speaking to each other on the phone for a while mm. and then we finally met each other in person last week and <coughs> it, it was a good time I met, we met his wife we met his kid um he has two boys actually I think, yeah two boys um around around the same age as me actually no Okay. Uh, one of them's younger, one of them, another one's older. So yeah, and, around the same age as you. Look at that. Yeah, around the same age, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was just a good time. We had it was like you no know, family bonding time. Majority everyone, uh, majority of uh, were there. Um, only one of them couldn't join because uh, he's all up in Maine. And then uh, the other two are just with us in spirit. Um, and that's pretty much it for last week. Just enjoying you know, family time and such. Mm. Um, reading wise, gaming wise, gaming wise, nothing really much. <coughs> just been uh, actually, I've been playing a decent amount of Master Duel now. Uh, they've released the structure deck for uh, Black Wings, and mm. I kind of just wanted to try out Black Wings because it's a decent deck. Mm. Uh, and luckily, I had enough free material too to make up the cards. So, been been enjoying that climbing the ladder, possibly bullying noobs in the beginning stages, but you know, decent stuff. You if you ever want to do, let me know. When when I have better decks than just Blackwing, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm using Blackwings too, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of decks I want to make, um, but you know. Either money you have to spend or grind the shit out of. I have to do grind the shit out of. So yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but uh, reading wise, 
I've been, uh, there were four that I recently found out about. Uh, first one, another fun, long one. Let me just copy the link so you guys can... Long, oh, it's got another long name. Yeah, your Why favorite. Why do you keep finding these? Oh my what God. the f Okay, I thought that the so paragraph was the name. <laughs> I was afraid. <laughs> this one's name is, hello, I'm... The hero's father. I'm sorry for all the troubles my foolish son has caused. Oh, this really uh, keeps going, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I wonder what the plot is. Is it about oh, a yeah. trash hero that has a dad <laughs> that's doing his best? So, uh, I just want to. I always want you to, you guys, just to, if you can, just look at the first page, first two pages of the chapter. I gotta go uh, find the first two pages of this chapter. It's <laughs> dynamic. Just what you can see. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Not even the first two pages. The first two panels, actually. First three panels. <laughs> All right, fine. Dynamic. Let's let's see how dynamic you're talking about. Very dynamic. Dynamic panels. Oh, this this man is. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Damn, that's pretty dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> you can see squaring up against a whole, whole tree. <laughs> Said fuck uh, a tree. Uh, the father. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a lumberjack in a remote village and he's just living his peaceful life with his wife. Um, and okay, so cool. It's well. his daily job to be a dick to trees. Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, um, it is after just like a day or two, uh, an oracle comes by and says that his son is to be the new hero to defeat the Demon King. And so his son goes off into a journey to, you know, to do so. However, it doesn't go as as planned due to the fact that, uh, as the title says, his son becomes a foolish, uh, truest homemaker essentially, and so now he's a fuck up. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so now him and his wife now go on a journey to find their son and discipline their son. <laughs> Bro, yeah, not fix his mistakes in those given areas, just. <laughs> Down for the and story. so right. this is action, adventure, comedy, fantasy, romance, and seinen. So seinen tag, we be wary of you know, adult content possibly. But you know there there are some very it's just adult themes. Sword it has uh, dynamic, as you can see, just moments and our the father is fucking Jack by the way. He's surprisingly just, not a lot of dialogue. I'm going through. I'm scrolling through it right now. I'm just kind of like, this is vibrant. Not but, bad. It's just a lot of visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of cool. And it's it's different. It's different since you know it's about the the father, not not the kid who's going on the adventure and everything. And also sometimes there's <coughs> actually just some pretty funny facial reactions in this. There's something funny about like following the cleanup crew as opposed to like the one that's like going on the adventure. It's like now nah, <laughs> we're just coming through to just kind of make sure that things are okay because <laughs> yeah, damn the fuck he's yeah. did. <laughs> it's actually kind of one of the things I liked about uh, Shield Hero, was mm -hmm. the idea that like uh, all the other three um, heroes are going off and doing their own thing, but not treating the world and like the people with like the respect it's needed. Mm -hmm. So like Shield Hero is the only one that's going back, and he's like, "Wow, it's kind of crazy how you just don't leave a dragon's corpse lying around, and how that causes disease. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild how you just shouldn't do that. That's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, what's this poison? I don't know, cause that fucking dragon you left. 
or you go over here and it's like, oh yeah, no, you freed them from slaves and you didn't help them set up any form of government. So it's like, they're just out here doing nothing. They have nothing to do. They're just abandoned. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Why well, I should I thought about that as like a person, like a hero. <laughs> Probably should have thought about these ideas. <laughs> kind of neat, you know, to be a proper hero. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> that's that really. Uh, that's for that one. So check that one out. Uh, it's it's just kind of bombastic for what the the, the family does, you know, as they adventure to meet their son, and you know, teach them a lesson possibly. Uh, this uh, next one is called. Uh, <coughs> okay. So, uh, this one, it's just the adventures of this lady, as you see, who is fucking jacked. She's also <laughs> thick. She is jacked yes, and thick. Yes, she is thick. <laughs> the best combinations. It she is, looks like yes. a Kanichi character, technically yes, speaking. It, it actually, she <laughs> does. Um, it's, it's literally, that's, that's pretty much all I can really say about it. It's an action-venture comedy and fantasy. Uh, it's you're introduced <coughs> to her kind of just nonchalantly and like art she just one. goes on yeah. to you know do different things uh art is fantastic it is mm. it's very watermark looking fan- mm-hmm. also i think um <clears throat> it's the webtoons by the way this isn't a uh, oh it's a webtoon it is it, it's it's not a manga it's um like it's a it's, web series like a it's web, web series essentially yeah so it's some it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's Damn, yeah, no, the art in this looks kind of crazy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Why is this dude just kind of marked, though? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I need to find that. Where is it at? That's not it. Like the dude in the first chapter, I'm pretty sure it's like he just kind of looks like Marth. Not like um, one of the... Tri- I think it's Marth, or am I thinking of... I think I'm thinking of one of the characters from Dragon Quest. Like one of the Dragon Quest ma- uh, protagonists. I don't remember <coughs> the Dragon Quest protagonist. Oh yeah, that is, so that is, that's, that's, that's a reference. It's almost a 100% a reference right there. Oh, okay, so it just is. Okay, yeah, cool. it's just a reference, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. The uh, No, not fantastic. It's it's great. It's a good it's a good series. Check it out. Uh, if you love um, pretty interesting art and if you're if you're into... Muscular, thick women. By all means, check that out. <laughs> so this will be my next reading for the next two hours. By all means, enjoy it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know what? Credit where credit due. They actually have not shown her. Like she's here, but they haven't actually like revealed her for a good minute. Like I'm scrolling through right now, just kind of looking. I'm like, I know it's her. I can see it's her, mm-hmm. but like you don't know it's her. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Damn. Never mind. They've yeah. already started doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like on. I'm pretty, I'm pretty far into it. But damn. <laughs> but no, nah, it looks cool. It looks, it looks like a vibe. Mm-hmm. You said you have four. So what's the next one? Uh, this next one, uh, this one, happily enough, is not a long name. Thank goodness. Yes. This one is called. Uh, st- still, I want to make you happy. Uh, this one. Is about Kayuta, uh, and he is returning, reuniting with one of his childhood friends, uh, Makima. Uh, we always got this. Uh, and uh, it's been nine years since they've seen each other, <coughs> and you know, 
they kind of just, you know, also have feelings for each other since, you know, been growing up, they've actually been texting each other and messaging each other for those nine years as well. And, uh, you know, is going to, you know, have a good time with each other. Oh, no, and I see spiral eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, <I'm scrolling. laughs> there is a little secret with our main heroine that essentially uh, kind of puts the relationship in the moment on its head due to the mm. fact that well I can't really say because it'll be spoilers but <coughs> Honestly, it's, it's kind of hilarious it's selling, if it's the selling point you might actually need to say that because <laughs> right now it's like <laughs> but it's due to the fact that she has a, per, uh, a personality uh, disorder she has a personality disorder mm. okay no, that's another <laughs> actually no I won't say that part that's enough <laughs> And so you just have moments where uh, she... If Mark Spector was in a romantic comedy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, funny enough, the trigger is, is kind of kind of weird <laughs> and very anime. Um, the it seems, Is it the flustered? The moment yeah, she gets flustered? Yes. That's <laughs> actually pretty good. That's, you know what? That's a pretty good tool to get in the way of the love. I like that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, nah, I'm chilling. And the moment they start to do anything remotely, like, oh, yeah, nah, we're moving towards being a thing. It's like, oh, yeah, nah, I switched up. I'm now a different person now. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> you are. looks just like my hero. <laughs> really? Not, like, quite my hero, that. but it's like, I see it's it. It's got some yeah, of the... I can see it, yeah. yeah I some can of those see aesthetics. It. Like, what's her it. name? The girl when it looks like... Oh, she does look a lot like Uraka. Uraka, yeah. Uraka. Uraka. <laughs> That's her name, right? Ooh, yeah, Uraka. What's it called? Uraka. Uh, so this Ooh. is a comedy romance spice of life shown in and uh, school life manga. Uh, I, I like this one. Yeah, check that one out. It's wholesome. It's, it's fairly wholesome. And you know, shenanigans happen due to the fact that she has a personality order. It's a pretty sort, good gimmick. So. <laughs> pretty good gimmick off rip for <laughs> reasons why they can't be together. It's like every time, every <laughs> every time. <laughs> but uh, yeah check that one out it, it, it's a good laugh um this next one it's it's the shortest fucking name I've ever seen in recent years <laughs> thank goodness and it's basically like the usual nonsense that you used to get in normal shonen it's called vibration man make your jokes now <laughs> um, I want to but this kind of sounds like it kind of could go in. <laughs> and so I'll wait. <laughs> so, this is... Um, so in didn't, this world, I was going to say, didn't DC make one already? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Vibe? I'm not totally sure. Oh, dude, I like the first chapter's name. It's called The Quivering Hero. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> kind of, I like it. <clears throat> Shindo, Shindo, our main milk uh, character, he... Well, in... In the past 10 years, people have been gaining these uh, special superpowers. Oh, uh, quirks. <laughs> announced by the government. And, you know, it's supposed to be these amazing powers he can possibly get. And when he was about 15 years old going into high school, he gains his own amazing superpower, which is vibrations. And he can essentially just vibrate his body. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But he goes on to well. a journey to be able to hone it and learn more about his abilities and 
what the government's doing with the uh, these amazing powers that other people can, people can get and himself. Question of uh, uh, Leon, uh, real mm-hmm. fast. Will it, he be able to vibrate to the point he actually can phase through stuff? I have no clue. I don't know. We gotta get there, but that is one of those things. That's what I'm saying, like, vibration <clears throat> could be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. He it's just becomes that. the Flash. He could, possibly. <laughs> but, uh, there... Also, he could be quick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could be, possibly. But, judging by what's going on right now, it's it's neat. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's also kind of hilarious too about certain certain circumstances and such. Damn, he's getting he fucked into. up. I'm I'm literally reading the first one. He's like trying to stop a like a like a robbery, <laughs> and he is just getting dunked on. Like they're like, bro, you are you are not doing trash. anything. <laughs> Vibrations. The hell are you talking about being a hero with that? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, if you had the ability to like quake at the same frequency as like an earthquake or something or anything close to that, and just touch someone, yeah, no, that would fuck somebody up. That would fuck someone up immediately. Actually, up. speaking of which, he is literally fucking someone up doing yes. the exact thing I'm thinking of. <laughs> he has a limiter on him because he can't control it properly. So if he that thing gets off of him, he could essentially become a, a human earthquake, essentially. Yeah, no, that's pretty strong. Yeah, no, I have, I have a feeling that's pretty good. <laughs> he just he just turned his brand into a milkshake. That's, that's actually pretty fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it continues into this double spread. <laughs> I like this. I will be reading this. So check it out. It is great. <laughs> and he has a dark-skinned childhood friend. Let's go. Yes, that's awesome. They a are thing. cultured. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Vibration Man. I'm down. I'm trying to see. Give that a shot, Vibration Man. I've okay. checked out two chapters. I think two or three chapters at least. So it's pretty fun. Um, the final one. Another short one, but pretty obvious what it is about. It's called Isekai Walking. Guess what? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. They're traveling in an Isekai <laughs> world. I don't even want to know. If I had like, to I'm, hazard a guess. <laughs> if I had to hazard a guess, I guess he got stuck in another world and started walking. Is he walking through a bunch of different Isekais? No. No, it's not the case. Um, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Sora, our main male protagonist from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, he... <laughs> and then... <laughs> uh, so Sora, when he died, story. he ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, he and other, pe- and other uh, people that they get in a school or uh, on the bus gets transported to another world via ritual summoning. And uh, they are all chosen to be heroes and chosen to have these different skills that are being appraised and seeing what they are. Some people get, you know, sacred swordsmen, uh, sorcerer, summoner, all these other different things. He gets the this skill chick called is walking. just Noel. He gets the skill called walking. <laughs> Wait a minute. And one of the characters is just straight up Noel from like Blaze Blue. Yeah, kind of. Just straight up. <laughs> so she has swords. She just doesn't have a gun. <laughs> I'm looking at her being like this is this is a couple characters I've seen before. Mm-hmm. But There's also a uh, Digita from um, Blaze, not Blaze Blue, the other blue one, Grand Blue. Uh, <laughs> Grand Blue, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, not that blue one, the other blue one. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is this is yeah. <laughs> I was like, looking at the design. I'm like, yeah, man, I've seen, okay. I've seen this design. I've seen this. This, is... this skill essentially, long, as many steps he takes, more he walks. 
more experience you can gain. Uh, and because people think, or basically think that uh, this is a shitty ass skill, he gets expelled, not going to become a hero or anything. And he's sent off on his own. And so instead of, you know, floundering in the city, he goes to, you know, see the world, since this is a different world itself. He goes to it, he goes to an adventure, sees different sites and such. Mm. Becomes an adventure and other things that variety. All at the same time, growing in levels because he's, you know, walking. So it's it's just kind of wholesome. It's kind of, you know, it's really, uh, it's nothing too bombastic, no real over-the-top, edgy or anything that variety or uh, <clears throat> hardcore, dark scenes or anything. It's just just kind of kind of a chill manga. Nothing, nothing too bad about it. So if you just want to, oh, know, he literally won't get tired either. It'll just take forever to yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, so, no, nah, he's just no fatigue from it. Kind of mm-hmm. just works itself out. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to, you know, have a peaceful manga to read and just you know, like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. Next thing, check this one out. It's only twenty four chapters, so you know, give it a shot. Uh, it's adventure, fantasy, isekai, and shonen. Yeah. Mm. Right, <clears throat> and that is it for me. So I will send it to the person who haven't seen the bit, Flair. Well, I've been pretty chill. Um, I kind of like Leon. I've been spending a lot of the time just really just working. Um, but I've been able to kind of get on my grind with a Master Duel as well, with like the qualifier coming up. And honestly, the same reason as you did, the Blackwing cards. I really mm-hmm. love the Crow. Uh, and 5Ds, and 5Ds is my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, it's better than mm. GX. Yes, it's better than the original. <laughs> Fight me. Uh, well, it's it's Yu-Gi-Oh on bikes. Of course it'll be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only way to make it more edgier, even I'm though the first one right was now. literally like, lose your life. It has, like, the best <laughs> summons, all the synchros and shit. I love oh, it. absolutely. Shit, uh, the the Japanese version had such bomb sound uh, soundtracks and music going on with it too. Yes. With the Issei, uh, Yusei just summoning Stardust Dragon or whatever mm-hmm. other monster he goes through with it. It's so fun. What is it? Clear Mind, I think it was, that I kept, you know, sometimes playing in the background while just playing Yu-Gi-Oh sometimes. It's just like, yeah! You fucking hyped! <laughs> <coughs> but, the... Actually, you know, we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about it in the news section, so I'm gonna just hold off on being as hype as I can about MK12's announcement, or the Street Fighter <laughs> Six beta, or MK1. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes, you are right, MK1, and everything else. These are all pretty great, but all pretty fire. Mm-hmm. We have good news and bad news, and a few of the bad news I'll definitely rant about. <laughs> uh, most of my time has actually been spent reading. Uh, mm. I've talked to uh, yeah. uh, comic about it a bit recently, uh, but I've been trying to pretty much just catch up on everything in the Cosmere. Okay, hey. There's a lot to catch up on. <laughs> uh, I've so far finished um, the first three books of the Stormlight Archive, Woo! the first era of Mistborn, and I am mm. now just finishing the third book in the second era of Mistborn. Dude, don't you love Sanderson's <clears throat> prose? That shit, it just goes, man. You'll get 30 pages done in a minute, and it's like, whoa. Like, it's so good. And then the Sandalanche is real. Uh, Sandalanche. And I was... It's fast. I just started reading, like, the short stories in the Arcanum Unbound, and I was like, all of these can't have Sandalanches. Nah, so far they kind of all have, and it's been kind of crazy. 
<laughs> you know, this is how he writes. At some point in a story, it'll just pop off and won't stop yeah. <laughs> until it is done. Sanderson sweat. They're like, wow, that's crazy. I thought I was going to stop reading this, but apparently I will not. <laughs> I will not stop reading this at all. It, it's honestly gotten me in trouble a few times at work, even though it's not really like in trouble. I've just had to stay later because like I'll start reading during my lunch break and then I won't finish reading until it's like two o'clock and I'm like, oh shit, I got Sandra Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to stay an extra hour at work. <laughs> Just to make sure that's a make up for it. Like, yeah, no, I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> but honestly, I've just finished reading uh, the first story for like the Elantris arc uh, mm. into uh, it's called The Emperor's Soul. Mm. Uh, have you, uh, Tommy, have you read that one at all? I believe I read The Elantris. I did not read uh, the, the second <clears> one. <throat> okay. I don't think so. So. The unique thing about the Emperor's Soul, uh, what I will say is, it kind of doesn't matter if you read or did not read Elantris at all. Oh, yeah, because it's, uh, it's a collection, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Arcanum Unbound's collection. The story takes place, I'm not even sure if it's in, like, the same time period, but it's definitely in a different place, because, like, it, honestly, I was so very confused about, I had to go back and check a couple times to make sure that I was still in the same, you know, part of the Cosmere. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is a fairly unique one. He explains like a whole a whole different kind of magic system that I was not expecting to hear about in Elantris because um, the stamps are really cool. <laughs> so dope. And then all right, but let me, let me explain the stamps real quick because this is always something that's that's always fun. So we've already talked about how uh, how Sanderson loves his magic systems and that's what he's known for, right? So in this one, um, the deal is, is that stamps <laughs> are able to rewrite an object's history or a person or a thing it's just more difficult the more complex it is is the deal so let's say we're in a building and you write up a stamp like you create a like a soul stamp the idea is that it's like all right this building's old what if i just said that there was a door in the back of this building and it's always been there and then it just reshapes it around that right and as long as the stamp's there the history is being applied to this door like door same thing with like a room you could be like yeah no this room got repainted like three days ago and it looks immaculate now with a mural and you put it on and it's like bet now this room looks like it was like re-renovated like a couple days ago or something like that Hmm. um the whole deal is is that it's like basically an etching you're like programming it to basically you're having to basically write out what essentially its history is and the more believable its history is the more it'll adapt to whatever object you're doing it to the same thing can be applied to people. The problem is, is you run into issues of losing yourself in the process. Because if you start rewriting your history, <clears throat> I mean, sometimes you can't get back <laughs> to what you used to be. Is the best way I can describe it. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of sick. So, like, if you wanted to rewrite your history to be a warrior, Paul, you, mm. you came from a warrior race from a different planet. It, it'd work. <laughs> it'd work. But will you still be the um, entrepreneur uh, creative Mm. that you are maybe not <laughs> maybe maybe not because you would have grown up completely like a completely different life according to what you did to yourself with that soul state mm-hmm. it's really dope so that's in elantris <laughs> yes yeah. that's, that's the magic system in there gotcha that's the first book that got him like into writing or like published so i can see why that's Mm. what's actually funny about that is is that's not even the magic system used in elantris 
Oh, which one is that one then? Uh, the one in Elantris is actually like the Aeons. So, so uh, in Elantris, the original magic system, which was actually broken for most of the book for plot reasons, for plot <laughs> reasons, uh, <laughs> is you essentially had to learn a language and then draw aeons in that language. <clears throat> and the way it is drawn dictates how strong the effect is and like how things work. So then the. I think the one I read was the Emperor's Soul then, mm-hmm. because it talks about some. It talks about literally a, a soul stamptress that like gets captured. You haven't finished it, right? Like the that oh, one. Oh no, I finished that one. Uh, okay, so yeah, in that one it talks about a like how she's the best like soul stamptress. Like she managed to steal like a priceless heirloom. Like how the fuck did you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like basically they're, they're looking at it knowing the magic. Like it's people in the world knowing the magic system, looking at it and being like. We know what this is, and you still tricked us. <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> and then they hire her to do something kind of crazy with the the stamps, which is essentially, you know, what I was talking about with rewriting the history of a mm. person, right? He's like, and it's always something that you could do, but it's risky, and you know, it's one of those things. Now, explain to me a Lantris again, because I actually don't, I just don't remember the story, because um. I, I had. So, um, I'll give, like, the, the first opening kind of, like, synopsis, because it's not really spoiling anything. Hmm. So, uh, Elantris hmm. is essentially set in a great city, and Elantris itself is the name of the city. Uh, it is a city of immortals. Hmm. Um, it is a group of people who are essentially blessed with uh, magical capabilities and, in, like, immortality. Uh, they don't age they don't grit they don't they can still grow muscles they can still be that their skin's color changes and their hair turns white mm-hmm. uh and the way you become an elantrian is you just wake up one one day <laughs> you just pop you don't get to choose you wake up as one. you just wake up an elantrian one day and it's just like oh shit cool <laughs> this is awesome i can do that <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> And then what a great time. When you're chosen, you essentially enter the city of Elantris. You can only enter Elantris if you're an Elantrian. Well, you can only stay in Elantris if you're an Elantrian. That's a better way to say because you can have trade with like other company. They have trade with like other countries and stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. However, the big story of Elantris is that Elantris fell uh, uh, through a situation called the Road. Uh, all of a sudden, this big climactic thing happens. And Elantris falls, and nobody knows mm. why. Uh, all the Elantrians get sick. They their immortality pretty much just starts getting used against them because they lose their ability to use their magic, and their hair falls out. Their city starts getting covered in slime, and mm. oof, they can't heal from wounds. Uh, okay. And uh, so, uh, to explain it in a way, if someone were to scratch you on your face, you know how that initial spark of pain is actually way more intense than yeah. mm-hmm. it is? Well, they feel that initial spark of pain 24-7. Oh, that's sucks. Oh, no. Mosquito. Like, there's no, there's, there's no form of healing in any mm-hmm. way. Like, it's just... 
Yeah, yeah pain stays the same. So any like, so any sort of like, uh, they get cut that makes them bleed. They cannot stop that bleeding. Nope. Uh, the wound do- itself doesn't bleed, but they can't stop the pain. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like they're just dirtying up the carpets everywhere they go, but like at the same time they're just kind of like, well, I, this is just an open wound in my face now. There is nothing that could be done. <laughs> Um, like that sucks, and it doesn't even transfer to like cuts, bruises the same way. You take a punch, you're feeling that punch forever, because your body can't heal from it. Don't ever get in a fight. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> it's pretty much how it is. Like, don't stub your toe. Be extra careful all the time. Like, literally, do nothing. <laughs> and there's also like stories of like characters like that really experience like super pain. Like, they get, like, stabbed through the chest with, like, a sword, or they go through, like, super, like, extreme injuries. Uh, I love their name because they're called the Hode, because that's kind of what you are. <laughs> yeah, no, you're the Hode. You're <laughs> uh, The pain becomes so intense, they essentially lose their minds. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, you lose, like, all lucidity. I would think eventually they'd just be like, fuck it, it's just, it's just, it's just my living. I, it's like I'm just gonna feel that all the time and it's just not gonna matter mm-hmm. but damn it's just it makes sense that you could lose your mind from that though that sounds awful mm-hmm. but yeah that's pretty uh, the story story of Elantris is kind of like all about that city and the main character becomes an Elantrian and you kind of join him on his journey to restore the city well if it, mm. Not really necessarily restore the city. Figure out the mysteries of the city. Alright. Um, and the magic system in Elantris is called... is based on a language called Aeon Door. Hmm. Uh, essentially, it's like a language-based system where you draw the word or, like, object you're trying to think about, <coughs> and it causes it to pretty much exist. However, you have to be very specific about certain things. Like, if you were to just draw the word light, it would create an extremely blinding light in front of you. (laughs) Uh, However, there's, like, other, like, manipulations you can make to the Aeon using other words and other characters that can let you, you know, uh, control how much light is produced, how it works, whether it travels with you or not, or things like that. Uh, One of the more common uses for it was actually healing. Yeah, that seems like it'd be really useful, especially for people that are dying mm-hmm. of pain that they can't heal. <laughs> uh, you can... They, you have to be very specific with healing, though, because otherwise, like, the Aeons have, like, a limited amount of power they can tap into. So if you just literally wrote in the air, heal, like, it probably wouldn't do too much. But if you specified heal this uh, with this and then this and then this it's much more powerful and it'll cause you you know you could just like regrow a whole leg in like a couple of seconds it's part of the pretty fire mm-hmm. gotcha uh, one of the more interesting uses of it was I found was like teleportation hmm uh yeah that makes sense you kind of write in one location say you want to go here mm-hmm. I mean, it'll, that's kind of fire. That makes sense. The funny part is, is with teleportation, you have to specify the exact distance uh, from the place you are. Damn, you really gotta oh, know. No. Yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta specify the exact distance you want to go from the point in which you are standing. 
Ooh. Yeah, no, that's why you gotta just you gotta just have a set location where you teleport from, and everyone just knows the distance from mm-hmm. where each thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the point is like uh, you know, two hundred and fifty kilometers that way should be straight. All right, there you go. <laughs> It was like, it's always 250. <laughs> it's never going to change. <laughs> what if you're like one foot away, like 250 that way, you're missing a foot, foot away from the spot and you're now stuck in a wall. I, I would assume Suck. that the spot just doesn't have walls. <laughs> that would, I would just assume that like off rip, they're like, hey, yo, if you got to teleport here, no walls. There's just no walls in this 20, like an, a mile long square of just... Anywhere in the square is fine. <laughs> yeah, what would it? Would they? Would they still be immortal in that situation? Would they just be an immortal wall? Like they? <laughs> it depends. On, it really wall. depends on how it's treated because no one has ever been just stuck in a wall before in our reality. So it's like, do you just die? Does like that part just become a part of the wall, or is it fine? Does it still work? It's just stuck. Did you break a hole in the wall? Did it break your leg? Like it's not clear. <laughs> it's not clear. You become one with the mass for a second or something like that. That's what I think you would be possible. Hey, look, my hero treats it really cool where it's just, it just pops you out. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to launch you out. Like, just, just, we can't exist in the same spot. We're going to just push you out, right? And then uh, Marvel treats it as, no, you're just stuck there. You're not dead, but you're just stuck. You can't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like nothing stopping you. You're not, you're not, like, falling apart or, like, getting cut in half. But you're, you're not moving anywhere. You're just... Enjoy that. <laughs> well, but, no, it's also kind of weird to think about it because technically, even though they're not, they're just stuck there. Where the fuck did that piece of wall go? <laughs> they're stuck there. <laughs> it's it's like they're a part of them, I guess. It's just they're not moving. It's just not damaging, right? Like it's just you're just stuck. And you continue to live. Everything operates, but you're like, you're yeah. Stuck. That's the deal. It's like in Marvel. It's like you could be stuck there, and then we could pull you out later, and you'll be straight. <laughs> One of the like sickest things about the story is how the fall of Atlantis kind of like ex- like fucked up everybody in the country. <laughs> because uh, one of the things that Atlanteans really like to do is that all uh, they were like pretty much the center of the world. Like everybody had to be near Atlantis because they made food like out of thin air. Yeah. So kind of hard to just not be around there mm-hmm. <laughs> so like a lot of countries prosperity is just based on the fact that they were right next to Elantris cause like why are you even trading at that point I was like it's just free food mm-hmm. you just do it <laughs> it's, it's like it's not ta- it's literally not taking anything out of my day to just write this thing and be like it's bread <laughs> <laughs> do you want bread here bread <laughs> you just walk up to Elantris yo can I get a sandwich like <clears throat> here you go sir it's like, what kind of sandwich you want? He's like, let me get a uh, pastrami on rye. Like, pastrami on rye, got you. With a little toast on it? A little toast on it. <laughs> let me add a little toast to the air. You, you know me, bro. You know me. <laughs> Yo, your deli service is fire. He always gets it right. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> but imagine going to a Starbucks and they always hit you with the right coffee every time. Yo, <laughs> it's <insane>. perfect. <laughs> It was crazy, <laughs> but yeah, no mistakes. The Emperor Soul, right. pretty interesting, along with the world of Elantris. Uh, so funny part is when I was reading the Emperor Soul, and I was like, none of the things, none of the things they were doing had anything to do with aeons. I was like, what? 
He was just looking back at both like, <laughs> so there's like multiple magic systems here? here. Like it's it's very different mm-hmm. from like a, if you read like any of Brandon Sanders others works is like all the magic systems are like pretty much universal in the world that they're in. Like everybody kind of just does the same kind of thing with their power, at least if they're native to the planet. Mm. Uh, but in uh, in in Arcanum, it's kind of fun because it's a bunch of like separate stories. So he takes the time out to just. Make a new magic system for every story. <laughs> from what I can tell. I haven't finished the Arcanum book yet, though. But from what I've seen, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Time to just learn a new one real quick. He'll just tell me about it. What's up with it? What does it do? Tell me your rules. <laughs> oh. And um, then the last thing that I'll probably talk about is Honkai Star Rail. Fair enough. I've kind of fallen in love with the game for the time being. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be an RPG. <laughs> uh, I really feel it's a really cool game. Like it's literally the combination of just Genshin Impact in an RPG setting. Um, and I've kind of like fifty fifty of whether or not I like it more than Genshin or not, especially in the first couple of weeks. Because one of the fun things about Genshin was like you know actually just exploring the world, uh, figuring out its secrets mm. and things like that. Had that Breath of the Wild feel. Exactly. Wanderlust was really cool. Or, or uh, also, you compare it to Elden Ring, though. Comparing Genshin Impact to Elden Ring might get me thrown. You, you can try. It. You can try. Yeah. You can make the argument. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can try. <laughs> there's not much of that in this one. Um, there's still like places to explore, but like it's still an RPG. Like exploring an RPG is like a really high risk, high reward kind of thing. Oh wow! Look at this cave. Oh fuck! <laughs> so you know what? I can see why you can make the comparison. To That's literally what happens in Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh dude, look at this cave. Oh shit! It's another party cave. Fuck. <laughs> and since it's like gotcha based, I I figured no matter what, it was still gonna be easy. Nah, they they like fucking you over. So I was like, oh, cool, neat. <laughs> if you don't have like the um, the right elements to deal with the right things, you're you're gonna have a bad time because oh no, it kind of works uh, similar to uh, I'd, I'd relate it to like the Persona or Shin Megami Tensei, where like yeah. you have to attack with a certain element. Each character only has a specific element tied to them, um, and then there's like a little bar over their heads, and to break it and lower their defenses. You have to uh, hit them with their elemental weakness. Mm. That's not bad. So it's more That's mandatory fun. now with Cosmic Engine? Well, yeah, it's, I would say so because it's an RPG, which makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you kind of want to. It's probably, you probably could still break the bar, but, like, it usually you want to, mm. oh. like, use the character. That's what I'm assuming, right? Because, no. like, if, it's, if you just don't have, oh, it's hard progress. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. You can't break that bar unless you can attack their weakness. There are... Damn. Uh, I think there are certain characters and certain abilities that you can force them to have a certain element of weakness. I've seen that happen in like the like the roguelike aspect of it. I'll, I'll actually get to that part in a second. Uh, but yeah, if you don't have their weakness, you're kind of screwed. They give you a character of every uh, element for free. <coughs> So okay. you're not gonna. Fuck. So you at least so you have at the very least the tools to get through the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Mm. Uh, Even if it's not the best tool, you have someone. That's good. Actually, if I think about it. You get a, 
You don't get a fire character, technically. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, okay. Are you confident you don't get a fire character? Well, at the start, they just show up they, it kind of shows up okay. later. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they kind of follow this... Ah, damn, I didn't... I gotta say it anyway. Uh, the main character that you play is... I, I, I really like the design of this one way more than in Genshin Impact. Um, your, your character, yeah. yourself, has so much drip in this game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you do have drip. What'd yeah. you go with, the boy or the girl? Uh, I went with the, uh, the boy. I went with the girl when I started playing mm-hmm. it. As soon as I... In, the, in Genshin, I went with the... I went Aether, right? And then, uh... I think I just... That, <coughs> that I just decided to go with whatever their actual name was. Because mm. it's just better to do that. It's not like you can customize your character, so it's just like, yeah, oh, just... Sure. What, what is their name? I'm using that. <laughs> I hate that in RPGs. I, I've said it so many times. I, I hate that, like, that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, name, name them. Do I get to change anything about them? No. What the fuck am I naming them? Just give me the name. <laughs> Just give me the name. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> Actually, no, I think the best, the best example of that is Link. Just Link in general. You Link, Link and Final Fantasy love doing that. They're like, mm-hmm. change their name. No. Cause that's Cloud, <laughs> that's Squall, that is Zidane. Like I, I, there's no point. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Tifa. That's... The thing is, yeah, they're considered uh, role-playing games, but the role-playing part really doesn't play too much into it. Like, if someone dare makes the argument, yeah, you're playing the role of the character. Shut the fuck up. I'm just, I'm just gonna play the character. <laughs> I'm just gonna play who they are. <laughs> there's a built-in story that you do not be able to customize it. <laughs> or do anything to the character at all. It's, it's not. not really an RPG. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. It can still be Hell, an RPG, but I'm not role-playing that person. character in general. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, add what you, like... The yeah, the only thing you can customize design. is the is like the abilities and the weapon. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. You can't change their look. You can't change their attitude. It's all it's all linear story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm annoyed because it's like, like for instance, Persona has this weird thing where it's like, yeah, you get to choose the dialogue, but like I wish like Ren and Akira, well, whatever the canon name is that people go with, because there's Ren and Akira. Um, Whatever their canon name is, I wish that you just spoke. Because your character, like, yeah, you get to choose, like, two dialogue options. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not him. <laughs> I don't know about you, Flair. But last time I checked, I'm not a Japanese, a tall Japanese student with glasses and fuzzy hair. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I still give him a default so, voice as well. He just does his, uses it for his um, personas, that's it. Yeah, so it's like, just let him talk. <laughs> just, I'll play the game with him being it, and I can choose whatever he says every once in a while, but I was like, I don't it's need like, the stand-in. He's it's, him. It's, like, it's exactly, it's like, what's the point of having the fake RPG-ness to it if you're going to do this anyway? Right. Like, so why bother giving me the choice? So why bother giving me the choice, yeah? Quick question, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on giving Link a voice? Don't give Link no, a voice. Don't. Link After needs 40... to be silent. It's yeah. too long. It's been too long. After forty <laughs> years of tradition, just keep him silent. Just okay. don't pull what they did with fucking Halo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but Master Chief talks. He just doesn't talk nearly as much. No, no, no. But they broke the cardinal rule. Taking off the fucking helmet. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't need to see his face. <laughs> If it wasn't for the books, I would have thought John was black until, like, Halo 5. <laughs> I just would have thought he was like that. It didn't matter to me. He just seemed like it. <laughs> but it's a cardinal rule. Do not break it. He, Link has only has two words to say. Yeah and yeah. That's it. That's facts. 
If he says and anything yet else, everyone no can point. understand him by doing that. <laughs> There's just certain characters that's like, just don't do it. It's too late now. <laughs> just don't bother. <laughs> but I want to speak. Nah, that, that is your role. That is that. Those are your only two words you get to say. Nothing else. That's going to be the problem when they do the Legend of Zelda movie. Is they're going to be like, do we make him speak? And I'm going to be like, if you have balls, you ah! won't. <laughs> 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 it's going to be such a... No, it's going to be the most jarring thing imaginable because after 40 fucking years and Link suddenly speaks. Granted, though, the only time we actually do hear him speak is the fucking Legend of Zelda a game from the on the 3DO, which is awful, just fucking god awful. That's also you, who's me, you. princess? Yeah. <laughs> I want that voice. Give <laughs> me like a, a 90s punk rock link, you know. <laughs> Come on, princess, we gotta go. <laughs> Imagine that, like Hollywood, man. <laughs> And the thing is, like, there's a, people are going to argue, like, yeah, oh, we need yeah. to have the protagonist speak. No, you don't, yeah. because we have we have movies before, literally, where the protagonist can't speak. Example, Hardcore Henry. Motherfucker can't speak once, and he, still, and he can still get his personality. That movie great. is a video game. <laughs> that movie is a video game. But that's a great example of how it can be done. That's true. That movie is a video game. <laughs> Dude, I want them to be, like, in the trailer, you get to see Link, and it's like, um, ready for your next adventure? And he goes, ah! and then just, like, jumps, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like this is yeah. entire thing is high. Yeah, better yet, they do the whole exploit thing too at the same time, like the whole back jumping, just like mm. places. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> he back jumps out of the shop, and then like it cuts to him flying, and it's like it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no wonder why he's the chosen one. That's just busted. <laughs> I want them to bring back his like uh, like in the newer ones that stamina gauge. I want to see him plummet. And almost died because <laughs> he ran out of stamina holding on to the glider. You know. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Isn't good? He's getting up. He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's like choking on his own like, breath right now. He's like trying to gas him for air. <laughs> just, <laughs> nah, he just does a, a hump, like a little huff. Mm-hmm. He's good. It's like, there you go. He's like, you're not looking too hot, and you just hear the sound <laughs> of the light bar. <laughs> he's like, I'm good. <laughs> what if they, like, ruin the noise, though? So he's like, oof. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just making too deep. <laughs> a, a short, blonde-haired <laughs> motherfucker has the deepest voice imaginable. Yes. I, uh, I love it. I'm down for this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dark Link's timeline. because it's trend before he goes out after Zelda. <laughs> The idea of them hitting the timeline in which they decide to be like, they had the balls to keep him silent and only do the noises, but they got the voice wrong for the, that is the weirdest <laughs> timeline. That's the strangest timeline. That sounds <laughs> like uh, almost a reality. The timeline where Link's balls actually drop. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. It's pretty great. <laughs> So flip back because <laughs> we got this is what's going hell of a tangent. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the podcast. That's <laughs> right. what we do. Uh, but uh, pretty much uh, the main character for the game uh, follows like the same kind of path that like, Genshin did, where you get all of the elements for your character eventually. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's the path that's going to go because, uh, um, well. Latida, you get the fire element for your character, and it subs for like I guess you become the fire character. The game doesn't give you for free. Okay. So that's fair. But otherwise, so yeah. this one doesn't become all the elements as well. 
Uh, I would think so. <coughs> Excuse me. Because uh, the elements in the game are actually pretty interesting. There's um, there's physical, fire, ice, lightning, quantum, and imaginary. Hmm. And each each of them come with their own like uh, status effects that happen when you break a target. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. The quantum one, uh, the character gets hit with literally quantum disruption. Uh, if you hit that character five times when their turn actually hits again, they take like a huge chunk of damage. Mm. Uh, fire, burn. Uh, with elect uh, people weak to shock, they get into a shocked state where if you attack that person with more electrical damage, it'll actually do damage <laughs> to surrounding targets. That's neat. Don't know imaginary yet. No one has it. Mm. Uh, or at least if they do have it, I don't have it, so it doesn't exist. It's their imagination. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I am. <laughs> and then if you break someone who's weak to ice, they freeze. Mm -hmm. uh, and they get pretty much delayed a turn. Uh, I've been fairly lucky in the game, I think. Uh, because uh, I managed to actually get two five stars, and you're only guaranteed one. Hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, got this one called Gepard. He's very ice. Per he's an ice unit. Of course, he was my first five star. I felt the game was disrespecting me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what they gotta do to you. Yeah. I think that's what happened in Genshin. <laughs> yeah, they gave me water. Those bastards. <laughs> uh, let me get a fire unit. Absolutely not. <laughs> the first four star I got was a fire unit. And the funny part is... I was mad because I couldn't stop getting fire units. I, I couldn't stop getting like, fucking stop. Geo units. Mm. I was like, I need other things. I don't need fire. Fucking Noel. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I got Noel. Still hate that bitch. There's no reason to hate her. She's just doing her best as a maid. I got <laughs> fucking 12 of her. Jeez. That's that <laughs> her. I did not need to pull that many of her. Was it in a row or was it just like in general? In, in, no, no, I think it was in a row. I was doing, like, multiple pulls. And if I it's in a row, it's a little fuck you, and I oh like that. Oh, my God, bro. I was like... <laughs> like... It was multiple pulls. It wasn't, like, in a row. It actually might have been in a row a couple times. But it was just... I, I think I was pulling for uh, Ganyu at the time, and Amani helped me out. But I kept <clears throat> fucking seeing Noel <laughs> every time. <laughs> mm. I was like, this can't be... It's not... It can't be like this. Yeah. It can't be I think the game is telling you to love Noel. Love Noel. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, I'm never touching her because of the fucking reason. <laughs> well, the game is telling you otherwise. You she, need to listen to the game. She is six constellations, and I am not touching her. <laughs> is it? We see that you have a six constellation Noel, and you haven't used her. It seems like you should be playing Noel. <laughs> I have Zhongli. That is good enough. I got the Geo Daddy. <laughs> but the game gods are telling you Noel. No. <laughs> Use her. Are you gonna deny him the game? Like you're gonna deny the games the people you're trying to in impress and play with here right She's now? She's a maid with a Buster Sword. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's you're really gonna deny him that? Yeah, but she pissed me the fuck off. So eh. <laughs> every time I look at her, if I pull up and get on it for some reason, I'm just like, uh, memories. <laughs> this is why your luck is trash in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason. You won't listen to the RNG god, so they 
They had to dunk on you a bit. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I never get on the engine anymore. Because <laughs> fuck the RNG gods. <laughs> Alright, so then you might want to avoid Star Rail because they might just give you 12 Astas. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I, I still want to try it out just to see. Mm. But if I fucking get that happening again, hell no. <laughs> uh, I have heard the game is coming to console eventually, so that means I'm going to have to start over. Because Genshin never mm -hmm. actually got the cross progression, which kind of sucks. That does suck. But I'm oh, actually not Ouch. too much against it. There, there's only when is Star Rail coming to PlayStation? I know it's delayed because like PC, like PC wise it, and phone wise, it's already up. Mm -hmm. But I know it's coming to PlayStation at some point. I just don't know when. Mm. I haven't looked it up. Have they said? I'm not sure. I'm probably going to play it on console due to the fact that my storage is low in general. But makes sense. Though you know. I don't know why you're going to do this when we just talked about how the RNG gods are literally going to follow you over to that game yeah, no, and start no, dunking exactly, on you. I know exactly, but I still want to like, you know, see how it is. <coughs> I'm not going to spend anything. I'm just going to be like, okay, cool, nice, nice, all right. I was going to say, like, three months later, uh, Leon, like, I have to pick up a third job to pay for uh, Honkai. <laughs> <laughs> My Honkai bill was a little high, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, how much? That's, that's 3000 Okay, all right, nice. <laughs> uh, apparently there I can see why you had to pick up there's an apparent leak that it's supposed to be coming June 7th that's surprisingly close that's pretty close not surprised though honestly since it's already existing on the two platforms already PC and mobile it's not going to take much to get on mm -hmm. console mm -hmm. I, I feel like this game does have one weakness compared to Genshin though character design really huh like I feel alright so Genshin got better characters? I would say so. Uh, I feel like the characters are just a bit more cooler designed in Genshin. Uh, with the style that they're kind of going for, with the you know galactic travel instead of like the... I would say more... I think Genshin's a little bit more grounded in a way, where like everything's like, you know, more kind of like old-timey fashion, or like just really just like the really fanciful characters just look cool as shit. Like they, they're kind of like overly... Like I haven't found a child or a Deluke in this game. Child, the Luke, <laughs> Kaya. There's not like really any character that just really stands out or looks extremely cool. Like there's a couple of them that I feel like are almost there, but just not quite yeah. yet. Mm -hmm. Like that. the main character is a really cool design. There's this one general that's actually like the big new character in the game right now. He looks pretty cool. Um. Then there's the main females, Himiko and Kafka. They're pretty sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, hold up. I scratch all of that right now because there is one character that I need in my life immediately. Um, his name is Blade. Excuse me. And, hold up. <laughs> what do you mean? His name, name is Blade. <laughs> and all right. I think he's like the coolest looking character. Look, I'm, uh, I'm going to take a look at Blade. Gameplay. I'm, ho I'm hoping. I don't think he does because, you know. Of course he probably doesn't, but I'm hoping he has melanin. <laughs> does he have melanin? He does not have melanin. <coughs> Sadness. But he is he is pretty cool. He got the drip. Uh, he got the Zong Lee kind of drip. He's the one character that I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to summon this. And like his backstory is pretty cool, too. But, yeah, I'd say like I don't really have any characters that I'm truly like really in love with. Uh... Story doesn't seem too bad so far. Uh, I'll once again, it's like feel like it's one of those stories where your main character is the most interesting person. 
Mm. <clears throat> oh, and the last thing I want to talk about with Star Rail is honestly the uh, roguelike aspect to it. Mm-hmm. There's a roguelike aspect yes. to it? I didn't know this. I didn't get far enough in it. Uh, okay. It's one of the things that I actually find really interesting. Uh, so, after you get to like a certain point in the game, it's not too, too, too far. I would say like probably by the time you clear like the first kind of like tutorial area, you should have access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to enter what they call the simulated universe. Mm-hmm. And okay. in this universe, you get to essentially... Uh, it kind of works. Have you guys ever played like the dungeon system in um, the Genshin Impact? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. you enter something similar to that. However, it's like a randomly generated space uh, where you go in. You have to fight enemies, and after you defeat enemies, you get buffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemies ramp up in level as you like go further and further down, uh, but you also get other items. You can choose kind of like what rooms you're going into, kind of similar to like you know other roguelikes, where like you can have occurrences happen where you fight harder fights than you have originally. The enemies are like tankier and hit harder, or you go into other rooms where you get a rest or a break because you've been getting your ass kicked. Um, you get like this specific currency that's only available in that mode that you get just by breaking stuff and fighting enemies that you can spend to upgrade your buffs or buy more new buffs. It's actually, I would say it's pretty, it's pretty fun and you can do it unlimitedly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not based on like stamina at all. Uh, it's just as many times as you want to have fun, mm-hmm. get experience. That's fine. That's pretty fire. Um, also, Flit, I realize why there's no characters in Honkai uh, that you really can attest and like. Mm-hmm. I, I figured out the reason. It's because all the designers that make the cool characters, they're in Zenless Zone Zero. I forgot about that. Ah, <laughs> damn. That game exists, and they are making that too. Ah, shit, don't have to look into that one. All the drip is over there. <laughs> 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 They're sucking the drip. How could I forget? The drip was over there. <laughs> uh, all right. They're like, oh, we got some drops for Star Rail. While over there, freaking Zen Zone Zero is fucking splashing like waterfalls. Like Niagara Falls is over there. <laughs> uh, it's just straight waterfalls. <laughs> uh, then at the end of like your... Uh, I guess your uh, run of it, you have to fight a boss that's pretty much the it's gonna it's the boss is gonna be at the level cap you can reach currently because it kind of has the same adventure rank system as uh, Genshin does where you have to get to a certain adventure rank, clear a certain thing, and then your all your characters level caps increases. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's pretty fun because it gives you a reason to use like other characters, try out different strategies. Like some of the buffs can get pretty crazy and make certain characters really busted. <clears throat> Like, um, okay. right now, there's, like, a... The buffs are kind of split up in gods. Kind of like uh, Hades is. Funnily enough. Oh. Well, if you say that, <laughs> then they actually gave a shit when they did. <laughs> it wasn't like it was tacked on. <laughs> Damn. And crazy. <laughs> uh, the gods represent like the certain kinds of paths that characters follow, like um, the destruction path, DPS characters, harmony, 
uh, is usually like uh, support characters. Abundance is healing characters. Uh, <coughs> there's the hunt characters that usually specialize. Those are like their high speed critical attacking characters. Mm-hmm. Usually single target attackers. Things like that. And the buffs are split into doing things of that nature. Uh, so if my favorite path right now to follow is the hunt. You get it once you like uh, start on world two. Because like that's how the mm. uh, roguelike stuff is split up into. And it's really all about attacking fast and getting critical hit rates. So all right. one of the effects of it is you kill an enemy, you get another turn. And you get a buff called Critical Boost. Oh, those are always fun. The, <laughs> the one more mechanic is always pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you kill the enemy, you get a buff of like, Critical Boost, which boosts your critical hit rate and critical damage for your next attack. And then you can combine it with like other buffs of the same class where like every time you break an enemy, you get 100% of your ultimate back. And interesting thing about the battle system in... Um, Hanka Star Rail is that your ultimate doesn't count as your turn. It's like a secondary thing. I didn't realize that. That is kind of cool. And say you don't have the, like one of your characters doesn't have the means to break a character, but a character who does has their ultimate. You can just pretty much say, all right, it's no longer this character's turn. It's this character's turn to do their ultimate. And then it goes back to being the other character's turn. So... You can actually set up some like pretty cool combos where like you break a bur- uh, you break a person, have the person who just broke somebody get their ultimate, do their ultimate. It's now their turn again, <clears throat> and it does like a whole bunch of cool things. And then the further you get along, the more buffs and bonuses you get. Like uh, later on, you get like this another ability where if you have six skills of a certain god, you get their like ultimate ability. Okay. Um, and the one for the hunt is it drops like wind arrows and then you could get buffs for that ability if you keep getting more buffs for the hunt. So it's pretty cool. I'm going to have to jump back into stuff. Actually, no, there was a reason why I took a break from Star Wars. is specifically because I, I wanted to play it on uh, PlayStation because fighting with Mahoyo is annoying. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um... It's, I have to jump back into that at some point, though. I will actually when when it ever comes back. But uh, Flair, is there any? Was there anything uh, else? No, I'm. Just, I feel like I've I've talked on for like long enough as it is. But I uh, yeah, that's pretty much my <laughs> pretty much my last couple of weeks. All right, ball. Mm. Go for it. Uh, do you want me to say what I had to say as well, real quick? Just get yes. that away. All right, cool. Ahead, so, dude. hey, paper play action crew, go fuck yourselves. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, this will be my last episode for a long time. Um, I don't know when I'll be back. Probably I'll do like a bonus episode when uh, I finish up Malazan. But uh, I don't know, man. I just have to take some time for me and go do some stuff. Life is kind of starting to get busy. And it's yeah. That's pretty much it, but, uh, uh, what's come, uh, what have I been up to? So, I started the Donnie Cage run of Thor today, uh, just because I was at, yeah! a, I was at the, <laughs> I was at a comic shop, and I, Pele was with me, I opened it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, so I grabbed the first, uh, it was two, three, and four, so I'm just, I'm gonna try to find it online and read it, that or just 
buy it or whatever. But I want to, like, because of Zack, uh, I'm inspired. I want to get the Omnibus collections. I think they're mm -hmm. really cool. Um, and I, if I had the money today, I would have got the, uh, they had one of, like, all the traditional Guardians of the Galaxy ones from, like, 1 through, like, 50 in an Omnibus. But anyways. Um, besides that, let's just dive into it, man. I finished book 8. I'm on to book nine, which is basically book nine ten. Um, so I'm on the last book of Malazan. And I gotta be honest, it's uh, it's been a lot. Uh, it's been a hell of a journey, and it's almost over. And I gotta be honest, it's it's. I wish it was like Sanderson stuff at times, because you know you could just boom, 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 clock it out, you're done. But this stuff is like you gotta sit and read it and take your time, and then it's like matured with me. You know what I mean? Um, Two years, and what, three months, almost four months now I've been reading it. So, long time. Mm. But, uh, anywho, I wanted to, like, go over the end to it. I'll wrap that up as quick as I can just to, so you can get an idea of the epic scale of, like, what the fuck was just happening. Um, what's going on? Where do I, I just I'll jump into a little bit of convergence here. So, we go to Darujistan, and then, like, the moon explodes, and light is, like, shining on everything. And then Curled Ghislaine is, like, dying, so it's the Warren of Darkness. And so Anamanda Rake goes to Darujistan, and he ends up meeting the God of Death there. And he just walks up and cuts his head off. And then Hood goes into his sword, Dragnapur, which... And, and by the way, I'm not going to explain any of this stuff, so save the questions till the end. We're just going to go, because it, it takes too long to explain it all. Uh, yeah, it goes inside of Dragnapur. And it turns out he had, like, an army of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dead walking so that they could meet up with him there to hold back legions of chaos. And Anamanda Rake ends up fighting a dude who wants the sword so he can own death because death screwed his daughter over and got her killed, but won't let him do it. Anamanda Rake ends up getting impaled by the sword because he cheats the fight, goes into the Warren, sacrifices himself, and... Uh, there's like a god that was created inside that warren and it dies not sacrificing rake and instead killing the guy that made him. It's just like this like weird meta textual shit going on. But uh like rake is so powerful as he dies and goes into the warren, the entirety of like the armies of hood and then the legions of like chaos and like the storm and shit. They all stop and look at him for a second like oh shit, this is a problem. But uh yeah, his entire going in there and dying is so that he could free as many people as he could from the chains to kill Dragnapur, end the defiance of the natural cycle of things, as well as kill the god of death. So whatever is going to happen is going to happen from that, but also to call on Mother Dark, finally uh, reawaken the Warren and bring her back so that his people would be saved. It was like the ultimate badass, like sacrificing of the self. And it made him as this character that you've been reading since book one. Everything he's done made sense. It just it like let up and it was like, ah, this dude was carrying a weight that uh, nobody else could carry. And that didn't even include the freaking hounds of light that appeared. Karsa Orlong's there. He's prepping up to go get his war and shit done. Uh, Cutter's leaving to go find Absalar. Oh, God, there's, there's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, man, book eight. Oh, and Anamander Rake's son takes over on the throne and is essentially, like, full-on blessed by Mother Dark and even gets to meet her, which is really cool. So it was, like, this huge, like, payoff of shit from book one all the way till now. Uh, all the lore, everything. It's just you're, when you're in it this far, you're in it. 
And starting up book nine, immediately we're thrown in. We get to see Kachankamel stuff their hive. Get to learn that all the ones that we've seen thus far are actually the smaller, weaker versions. Those are just the Kel Hunters. Uh, there's bigger ones, and there's even, like, raptors with wings. Those are the Shagaroth uh, assassins, I believe they're called. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot. And, uh, like I said, dude, Sanderson, I'm excited for when I finish this up to read his stuff and be able to finish 20 books in under a year. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, uh, I still recommend this, man. I think this is, like... I don't know, man. It's it's hard to explain what Malazan is. I, I don't think a, it's for everybody. I think a lot of people will try it. They'll hate it. Um, but that's okay because there's nothing else like it, man. Like, I legit... I'm, I'm honestly... I don't even think I'm going to finish when I finish. I think I'm going to end the series and then move on to the Esselmont books because it's like... It's, it's such a well-thought-out, extensive universe that once you're in it, you don't really want to leave. And I think it sucks that my favorite series of all time, I'm reading at 27. So, you know, if I hopefully live to be 104 and get to see the turn of the new century, like I'm planning, right? Uh, that means, uh, what, almost 80 years prior, I already read my favorite thing, and nothing else will compare to that. It doesn't mean they're not good, just it's Malazan. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's about it. I, I figured I would, uh, my last episode for a while ended on where I was at since I started it with this and then come back for a guest episode and finish up and then I don't know I don't know what my future with paper play action is but we'll see right now though have to take a break talked over with Amani and Leon was there so talked over with him and the reality is I guess after having time to meditate on that I just need a break from a lot of things in a way it's like Andre but it's my own personal reasons and it's, it's all good so yeah life goes mm. on guys it's been fun uh, we'll see what happens. Alright. Cool. Uh, no, you're not. You're happy. happy. <laughs> <laughs> no. I heard it in your voice when we started. No, I'm just kidding. One thing I will do is I actually want to... Uh, you talked so much about Malazan, and I hear you guys talk about it mm. on the podcast all the time. I'll start reading it, actually, after I catch up on the Cosmere. Yeah. Um, like I've said, yeah. though, Flair, it... Uh, don't read it like Sanderson. Take time, take notes, because if you don't, you're going to get lost. Mm. And it, I mean, I don't doubt it. You might not, but it's, it's a lot. Okay. Like it, it just the pros and everything. Like you know, Sanderson's is like you know, you'll blink and there's ten pages gone. Yeah, Erickson demands, uh, demands your attention if you if you'll permit me. Okay. Yeah, just give me one second. We'll uh, open up a page here just so I can. I'm gonna try to read this as fast as possible. I'll probably stop before I finish. But this is what I'm talking about, Flair. All right. Neither soldier guarding the ramp impeded her as she strode onto it, the flat stone underfoot pitted with holes designed to hold claws from which the, the cold air flowed up around her. The plunge in the ambient temperature on the ramp evidently served somehow to quell the instinctive fear that could chain experience as the conveyance lifted with squeals and groans up past the levels of heart, ending at eyes, the inner keep, asshole nest, and the home of the matron herself. Riding the ramp alone, however, the straight blah, blah, blah. He explains a lot, and that is just the descriptions. That's not even getting onto his, like, philosophical prose so it's mm. uh it's hard it's not an easy read but i i i implore you to start okay. it. i think you'll like it a lot let's say that was a quite a description just to explain a ramp 
If you'd like, I can. I got the feed over there. Hey, I was gonna say, if you want, I can find uh, in book eight. This? There's this one page oh, that talks about death, and it's like just the bleakest thing I've ever read, but also the most hopeful. And it just, it's like it goes. It's like, oh oh hey, Blair, my god! It was like a two-page paragraph explaining death. I was like, jeez. Hey, Flair, if you want to talk about egregious, try reading Starship Troopers, the novel, where they spend two chapters describing power armor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Power armor's pretty sick. You kind of might yes, need to spend two, two pages. chapters describing oh, two it. Two chapters? Wait, so wait, like, two like, chapters. talking about power armor? Or is yes. Is like, actually, like, stuff going on, too? No, describing it. Two chapters. So it's worth. like it's an extended episode of boom, beep, boom, beep, like music, and they're just like, here we have the. <laughs> yes, two chapters. It's an infomercial for shit that doesn't exist. That's doesn't exist. It's like exactly. one of the worst examples of exposition dumb you've ever that is seen. such a freaking. <laughs> he was like, yo, I have to explain the fuck out of this armor because you won't understand otherwise. And the funny <laughs> thing is, no, the no, the funny thing is, despite the dedication in the book, the power arms not used one, goddamn once in the franchise and as the movies at all. <laughs> Do y'all mind Bruh. if uh, I read one more thing out of this? Go ahead. Thank you. Go for it. I was gonna say y'all did uh, talk for about a forty minutes, so. <laughs> I'd like to give everybody shit. If I'm not giving you guys shit, you know, something's up. All right, uh, let me do... Because this is, like, where Heberic is, like, floating in space. That's a major spoiler, but, like, I'm not going to explain it. Don't worry. So uh, let's just go to where... This is where he just is talking to Fenner in his head, and it goes, uh, a final war... This is, again, this is right at the end of the prologue, book nine. This is how you know it's the end. A final war had begun, facing an enemy against whom no defense was possible. Neither words nor deeds could fool this clear-eyed arbiter, immune to lies, indifferent to excuses and vapid discourses on necessity, on the weighing of two evils and the facile righteousness of choosing the lesser one. And yes, these were the arguments he was hearing, empty as the ether they traveled. We stood tall in paradise and then called forth the god of war to bring destruction down upon ourselves, our world, to the very earth. It's air, it's water, it's myriad of life. No, show me no surprise, no innocent bewilderment. I see now with the eyes of the abyss. I see now with my enemy's eyes, and so I shall speak with its voice. Behold, my friends, I am justice, and when at last we meet, you will not like it. And uh, if irony awakens in you at the end, see me weep with these tears of jade and answer with a smile. If you've the courage, have you, my friends, the courage? It is literally him saying, calamity. This is the end of all things. And it's like... You gotta understand, man, when you read a book, a series, eight books, and you get to that, and it's this dude that is in, like, the space-time continuum or some shit, watching these giant jade figures hurling towards Earth, and it's going to bring about the destruction of all things, nobody can defend against it, all the war that's going on is almost meaningless to chaos, it's kind of bleak. <laughs> it's kind of bleak, but it's so Facts. good. <laughs> Fuck, man. Mm. There you go. That's just my thing. Pele! Yep. So my week, uh, not as un not really the, the <coughs> work. Uh, new position coming up for my, myself. I'm sorry to work from home come this week Wednesday, so I never have to leave my fucking house now. Good. Good and bad good, thing. Good. Good. Good, good. It's a good and bad thing for sure, but I never have to worry about gas, so that's great. And I can just pretty much now have to change clothes or just work in my PJs from moving forward. So You're happy the permanent about that. carpool now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always have gas, but yeah. Um, that's, uh, been reading, uh, I got bored at work, so I ended up reading a bunch of different webtoons for it, just trying to see which catches my interest so far. Uh, read from start to finish in, like, three days, uh, Unordinary. I'm pretty sure we talked about this one yes. uh, a while ago. 
Yeah. I read from start to finish in three days. That's not finished, obviously, but yeah. from chapter one to chapter 300, I did in three days. Oh, that's mm. so good. So how mm -hmm. was it to you? People do like Unreal. I liked it. I just, uh, I like I liked the villain <laughs> aspect um, for, especially with uh, character John. Mm -hmm. Um... I get it. I do get it. I just wish there was a little bit more sophistication out of it, but I understand, like, he's fucking messed up in the head, so I understand that he's unwilling to do a lot of shit during that time. So now they're going for more uh, of um, conspiracy th issues with both the em Ember, uh, Ember anti-vigilante side as well as um, uh, Spectre. Like, okay, so now we're getting the spy shit. Awesome. <laughs> People are still getting fucked up left and right, and it's really uh, fucking dope. Especially, he's like, oh, this, uh, like, knows this theory. No, this theory is all this setup is like, this is cool. Like, it's also an interesting aspect of uh, magic abilities. Well, not really magic abilities, but like superpowers, where everyone is based off a system of aura um, versus anything uh, versus anything else. And uh, your aura dictates based off what you're born with to how well you can use it and what abilities mm -hmm. you use it for. Mm -hmm. The most common ones is like speed, uh, super strength, um, as well as. Um, laser beams. Other ones are a little bit more creative or more out there with uh, hydrokinesis, which is probably hmm. the most probably the most OP one because that means physically they can't touch you at all. Mm -hmm. um, and so on and so forth. The, John, he's the main character of the series. He starts off as the villain because he is the most overpowered one. He's able to cop... He's Nelson Rowe, essentially. He's able to copy anybody's abilities and to amplify them and use them against them. He can control up to four powers at once. So, like, that's really fucking cool and really fucking scary. <laughs> that's true. But it's, it's all about training it. You, you which, as you said, it's, uh, what you're born, mm -hmm. it's a power which you're born with, but you have to hone it, train it, and add more different uh, tricks towards it. Because if you don't do that, it's just going to kind of stay the same. And the more you hone it, the more you can do, which is why he can hold up the four powers instead of just copying one. Mm -hmm. Even though his is more unique because he's, again, still the main protagonist plot plot detail where he's it's based on his origin story. It's We're still going into it, so I'm not going to go too much details on it because it might have to do something with his mom and Unorganized Amber. Unorganized been going for so long. Are we still trying to figure out this thing? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's been going on. We're, we're getting to that point now because I actually did a lot of link up. Details like, oh, it's about his mom, most likely since his power comes from... Since all the powers are both based on genetics, since his dad's a cripple, all his abilities stem from his mom. And with other enemies that now be able to use more than one ability at once now as well, that means they're probably draining it from her or making it simpler copy ability. Hmm. So, like, and we'll get to, currently get to see that set up for it. Um, besides, I've also been reading some really funny, silly ones. I've been also reading Weak Hero. You guys ever read that yes. one? Mm, yes, okay. I like that one. That one is just another badass. No, no superpowers. One, this one, but a scrawny, badass, cunning little fuck in a bully high school, and he just like takes things down a peg um, to his island. He does not like anybody uh, thinking above themselves. Like, you're cool. I like that. And it's brutal how they just beat the fucking ever living shit mm -hmm. out of people too, in that one at time too. Like, oh my god, I just started it, so I haven't got too too far. But like, there's. It's already. It does the kind of like Borto setup where they show up. He comes, comes a badass legend with three other dudes, and like become this big ass gang. And like that's, but this is the story leading up to that point. Like, oh, this is gonna be cool. Um, I can't wait to read more of it. The other one that caught my interest. What was that one called again? Weak hero. Weak hero. Yeah. Yep, that one was fun. The other one I've been reading just for shits and giggles. 
I've been keeping on my regular ones and found a new one that's just funny. It's called Just Pancakes. Just Pancakes? <laughs> yeah, so Just Pancakes is a, is a wizard um, uh, cartoon one that's just really fun. So it's uh, three brothers of all wizards, all wizards. The one named Shelby, who's a, an ancient fire wizard. <laughs> Wetzel the Great, a foodician, who's a magician who's mainly <laughs> used food. And a third brother who's... Not all there, named Ebus, um, and they just run a restaurant called the Dirty Cauldron. They go into weird adventures, and it's a lot more. It gets a lot deeper as you read through it because that, that's chapter one hundred. It gets like, oh wow, this is actually getting serious. <coughs> Holy shit! Um, but it's weird shenanigans and all that such. For example, um, they have uh, Wetzel the Great, the main protagonist slash uh, grumpiest brother, has an apprentice gnome who's silent named Toby, who is once upon a time worked for a cr- uh, rock stone crime boss by the name of Stone Lone. Nice. Mm. They got the nice. alliteration. <laughs> and he's, yes, it is uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and it's not even, it's not even, makes it even funnier because I can't believe I laughed at this when I was at work when reading it. Like, so there's a narrator that pops up, it's Morgan Treeman. That's sick. Bro. <laughs> like, I, just, I was ashamed, like, why did I get me Morgan Treeman? Uh, it was so stupid, but it's it's really funny, and it's like it's heartbreaking and serious at times. So the writing has gotten a lot more, gotten a lot better. That just like little weird shit like that, and like oh, this is funny, and this is also this is sad at the same time when you think about it too much. But it's just those wacky situations. I think one of the more fucked up ones when they lit the kitchen on fire and the fire spreads around to the cult, uh, dirty cauldron, and there's living customers who are living pieces of food. One's a um, uh, matchstick who heads gets caught on fire. One's a broom who gets caught on fire. One's a marshmallow who actually melts his flesh down to the skeleton inside his marshmallow body. And one's Mr. Fire who was like, he's normal until Wetzel just throws a bucket on top of him and kills him. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) Done. It's surprisingly graphic, but it's like... Um, and it, it's 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 fun. It's funny. It's it's just just pancakes, and it's just hilarious. Also, if you're curious about the name, why it's called just pancakes? No, there's not a goddamn pancake in the in the entire country. That is <laughs> tragic. Amazing. That is false advertisement. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> How dare you lie to me? <laughs> I wanted pancakes. Damn it. They're not getting pancakes. We barely got angel food cake. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. not barely getting it. <laughs> Barely, we barely got it. But yeah, um, besides that, nothing too much. Finally, playing through God of War, Ragnarok, um, liking, enjoying. It's a lot easier than I expected uh, going into the second time round. Trying to still bash my head against Jedi Survivor if it actually fucking works at the time. Um, and besides that, nothing too too much. Uh, new game wise, it's been pretty just been pretty busy at all. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my week. Um, and that's, that is my week. What about you, Money? Um, Alright, so we're gonna just blast through these. So, Division 2 is having a free weekend again. We're playing that. That is fun. Division 2 is fun. Okay. Weird, I specifically just kind of wanted to play a third-person cover-based shooter. And then this game was like, hey, yo, you you want to play it again? Mm. I'm like, that's right, I, I do own this. And, and you are giving away for free on, on <laughs> PC right now. I guess I'll do that. I guess, I guess I'll play that again. Only for me to be like, damn, that's crazy that this is actually the perfect time for this to just jump back into my head. Because they don't make cover-based shooters, really, anymore. Most of them are anti-cover-based shooters, or just a third-person shooter with none. I, mm-hmm. I guess after the success of Gears of War, no, people just didn't like it anymore. 
Well, it's the genre got over flooded, and now there's like none. <laughs> now there's like none. It's like, like Division came out, and like Wildlands come came out, mm. and technically speaking, Division is more up my alley than Wildlands is because I don't care for like realistic shooters by any means. I just want fun third person shooters, and Division's fun. I think it's still bullet spongy at times, but it's fun. I like getting behind cover. I'll I'll say this. Because it's like, there's a difference. I like, there are two things I really want in my third-person shooters. It is, I want to be able to get behind cover, A, because that's nice, mm-hmm. and the ability to dash changes everything. <laughs> so, but like, obviously these two, um, these two, like, effects change the game's dynamic dramatically, right? So it's like, if you're a third-person shooter that, like, wants you to be in people's face and moving around, but you just, strafing is your main way of doing it, but you're supposed to be dashing and moving and jumping and... You have a bunch of crazy movement ability. I like that. Those are what I would consider anti-cover shooters because they want you to do the exact opposite of what a cover shooter would do. He's like, but then you have cover shooters where it's just like, no, we want you to sit in a place and like move around tactically and like shoot at enemies and stuff like that, even if those enemies are like robots or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. so that's that's cool for me. It's that in between area where it's just like, no, we have no cover, but we're not moving fast either. You're just you're just shooting in third person. That I'm like. Alright, cool. You chose, like, the laziest option. You didn't do anything yeah. cool. <laughs> and we have a lot of those. We have a lot of those. <laughs> um, the other thing I will say... We forgot to mention Dwarven Heavy Metal. I'm just gonna point that out as a thing. Yes, right, you, yeah. None of you mentioned Dwarven it. Heavy Metal, yeah! Um, I finished The Lost Metal, which is the final book in Mistborn, mm. which means I'm done with Mistborn. Oh, the one that just released? Yeah. Was Woo! it good? Uh... Yes, it was good. I figured. Oh, it hit. It hit pretty well. Um, I will avoid spoilers because this is the end of the entire yeah, series. Yeah, that's Um, well, it's pretty fire. I guess it pops it's funny, off I'm doing pretty well. Malazan, but it's whatever. I'm not. Doing <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just gonna avoid it because it's like Malazan is like huge, and there's so much crap going on at this. That's at true. Time, yeah, I don't think anyone's followed me since day one. Um, <laughs> like. But, like, when it comes to, to Mistborn, obviously it has bigger implications, but, like, this is the end of Wax and Wayne's story. You've been following these two characters, well, Wax, Wayne, Marcy, you know, mm. uh, them. Like, these titular characters, you're following them the whole way through. So, me going, like, oh, yeah, this happened. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. My warning to everyone, if you're a person, I told this to Flair already, if you're a person that needs to go and look at the last sentence of a book in order to be interested in it, nah. do not do that nah. with this book. You will get spoiled. Nope. I got spoiled by simply seeing the uh, table of contents at the ending. Oh, wow. Those are humans, what it, bro. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, because like, this is exactly what happened, and I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say what I did. Is that they had, I had like a couple chapters left, and I was like, let me just see what I have left, right? right. I saw the epilogue, and it listed names. Yeah. And then I was like, Fuck! There's some people who are missing in this epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I learned this like way back when, but especially with Miles, you have to do it like whenever you go to do that. I have to like cross my eyes almost and let my vision blur and just look at the page number so I see what's left. You know what I mean? Because if I, I like uh, back in book five, I spoiled book seven a little bit because oh, I fucking no. oh. Or book eight, rather, because I saw Dragnipper, and I was like, fucking sh-. I knew we were going back there, and I got hyped up. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, bad, no, because 
No, I get what you mean. Because all it was is just, it was just an epilogue, and it had, like, each person had, like, their, like, own individual, like, chunk, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's, like, as you're looking at the chapters, it's, like, chapters, and then it's, like, epilogues, and it's, like, this character, this character, this character, this character. And I'm, like, looking through it, and, like, I'm just going, like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Wait, someone's missing. <laughs> someone's not cool here. Who is, who is not here? <laughs> and I was, like, ooh, I shouldn't have looked. <laughs> I should not have looked. <laughs> Could have been in another chapter, to be fair. They could, they could have. Right. So. But it was the epilogue. <laughs> that's true. And like that's that's the thing. So I was definitely looking at it, being like, maybe they might just be in another epilogue. Maybe they could just be in someone else's epilogue. Mm. That's all I need to know. Uh, they were not. <laughs> I know exactly what happened to them. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That that being said, fire banger actually. Um. We go places with it that uh, I am really happy. And the base plot, I will say this, the base plot of this is, hey, yo, <laughs> this is what's real fun about it. <laughs> so we're trying to stop a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is the base plot of the whole thing. It's like, so there is a secret nuke out there. Find the secret nuke. Stop the nuke. <laughs> That's the mission. <laughs> Find Seems the secret nuke. <laughs> Nothing too bad. Easy. Easy. <laughs> should be should be fine. Should be fine. He's okay. There's way more stuff going on <laughs> that I will not spoil. Um, obviously, some of it doing with uh, for those that have read. Uh, actually, you haven't finished the third book. I don't think you've even heard this name. I will shut up. <laughs> But yeah, nah, there's, there's definitely some stuff. Also, characters I was expect like, that are still alive. Yeah, Flair, I found out who that third one is, oh, by the way. Oh, oh, I did say it. But I found out, yeah, who that third one was. And I was like, oh, hmm. alright. <laughs> cool, so you just out here, I guess. <laughs> I ain't seen you in a good minute. I was minute. very shocked. <laughs> But we had a, there was a, a point which me and Flair was like really confused because uh, I got to a point where they had mentioned that there was a third uh, person from the original crew from Era 1 mm-hmm. that was still running around in the story and I remember looking at that and going like third? <laughs> and then, <laughs> I was like where he at? <laughs> where this person at? <laughs> Who is still running around? <laughs> I knew I was like I was definitely looking at me like and I went over to ask Flair I'm like you, you seen anything about this? Because I don't remember anybody, a third person running around. <laughs> I remember two. I remember two very specific people. <laughs> One of them is important. Um, but that one's fun. <laughs> it's like two very specific people. Everybody else? Nah. <laughs> um, besides that, though... Um, yeah. Lost Metal was dope. I checked out... Um, it's uh, Beneath... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce this. Orisa? Orisa? Yeah. I think it's uh, Beneath Orisa. Which is um, an early access game. Pele gave it to me. It's a deck builder game. Shout out to Pele. Good job, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's like, but it's a deck builder game that is a lot like Slave the Spire, but it's far more cinematic in how it feels. It's a comic book style, shell shaded uh, game. But. The entire time you were doing this, or like doing things, like if you combo together cards and stuff like that, it has like a far and near system mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Your character will sprint towards whoever is closest or whoever they're targeting, 
and depending on how you like like how you level out your cards um or pick them they will do literally a cinematic uh like fight on screen of you boxing them with if you do secrets of attacks you'll just you'll do a sequence of attacks watching them like as it goes slow motion every time it stops you pick another card things like that and it does like another punch like things like that and then on top of that um like i said it deals with this close far system depending on the cards you have you can do a thing that knocks people back if they're farther away you might get more like a shield or attack based on like that alone so like when your character has to run if your character has to there's like one card that i had to use where it's like your if your character enters um another state whether it's close or far uh you'll get like a bonus attack you'll pretty much hit everyone between like where you're at and where they're at like whoever you're targeting is that it's kind of fun in that way um and the reason why i say it's like slay the spire is because you they have way more characters but you pick a character and that character has specific deck mechanics involving them so for instance and each there's like six already in this and i think there's supposed to be a total of nine Mm -hmm. from what i can tell based on the ui and um the characters fall under specific classes so like there's like three counter deck uh counter attack built like characters Mm -hmm. but they all have different decks but they're all built around this counter attack mechanic right then there's um the other one that i tried out instantly was these uh it's called the the cobalt uh the cobalt curse and the whole deal is that they have a virus that like like kind of is a a little bit like it's a curse it's kind of a double-edged sword where it helps them but it hurts them at the same time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so a lot of their decks is built around building up virus points and things like that that you can spend or discard to do things like get extra free attacks and stuff like that or you can use it to transform like certain cards or like like one of the characters i played um if you have enough virus in their deck when you pop like a transformation there's like a transformation card if you pop it it takes out, it uses all the viruses, but you gain that much as a buff whenever you attack things. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> but it's like, like I said, there's like six of them. So it's like each one has a different play style using that kind of deck. Mm. Right? And it's kind of clean. I'm liking what it is. I don't know what the last deck is, obviously, because they haven't made it. Like that entire chunk of classes mm-hmm. don't exist yet. But I'm kind of looking forward to what they're going to do with it. Because so far, that had like a really nice run at it and the thing is is they have a cool thing where you choose a a character who you're playing as and a companion character who gives you buffs in the background as you journey together is the best way to describe it like they and you can choose any of the the uh six characters that are available as like whatever and um they have different companion perks as you go down and as you level them up. So, like, each person might be like, this person might be like, oh, yeah, no, I make sure that every time you get out of a fight, you heal uh, a little bit. And then uh, if you level me up, I I will sometimes come and punch dude for you. Just because. I Like, if you just do, if you hit a critical hit, I'll just jump in and hit him. Just, why not? Right? And uh, it's just pretty much like, I got you. He's like, hey, yo, are you, he's like, or maybe like every time you get out of a fight and you have this amount of health, I will just give you a card. I will just hand you a card. (laughs) Here, add this to your deck. It'll help you. (laughs) He's like, you seem to be getting your ass kicked. Here's a new move. (laughs) Like things like that. I'm like, definitely give it a shot. That one's cool. Um, Now, (laughs) it's definitely worth giving it a shot. Now, what I'm going to say is, because we are out of time, we have to dip out. So, 
without further ado, I'm going to bring this podcast to an end. Uh, let us, real quick, what is the title for this one? Let's figure this out real quick. <laughs> Ho-ass bitches with they punk-ass faces. <laughs> I didn't get to rant. Uh, what, what is it I called? know. Uh, we can yeah. run on a mini so don't Pokemon? worry. Ooh, since I'm leaving, you could do, uh, you're going to carry that weight. Ooh, Spike Spiegel. You're going to carry that weight. Spike Spiegel, baby. I like that, mm. actually. Pokemon again? Drompa. 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 Call him. You're going to carry that weight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because Drompa's the one that beats him up, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Drompa, you're going to carry that weight. Amani, that's the title. There you go. That's the title. Drompa, you're going to carry that weight. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, so without further ado, thank you everyone for joining me on this episode. Thank you, Paul, for joining us as long as you could. No problem, no problem. And I'm not gone forever, Hopefully. just, you know, we'll oh, see yeah, what happens. I'm gonna miss you, I'll man. see you again. Gonna be not you crying, you don't have time for that. <laughs> we literally do not have time to explain why we <laughs> Now, as I said, thank you guys for coming out. Really enjoyed it. Always appreciate everyone that is listening at home. Do your best to, you know, spread the show. We appreciate you guys. Spread the love. That's the best way to do it because we don't pay for advertising. So, you know, word of mouth is how we get around. Also, if you would like to hit us up with a message and or talk to us and get updates and things like that, hit us up on paperplayaction at gmail.com. That is paperplayaction at gmail.com or our Twitter, paper underscore action. And uh, if you want to give us a tip, something like that you know something to support the show because you like what we do here and you're feeling extra generous because why not uh you can hit up our patreon which is just paper by action patreon or a koji which is linked on our twitter i'm thinking that's everything i need to say so without further ado i will let you all go good night good fuck you yeah Good one. <laughs> yeah, fuck EA. That is like a fair, fair yeah, lesson. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, also fuck Activision Blizzard. Blizzard that too. Blizzard. That is true. That is. Yeah. Pele, I promise you, we will do a rant on this. We will have a mini so for you to have this rant. So don't worry. We, we will get to it. <laughs> it. Sounds like all three of y'all or all four of y'all have mini so. Oh no, we have we have issues. We have issues. Oh, Absolutely. Dude. Absolutely. <laughs> have, there you go. Blizzard do be kind of trash, so we gotta talk about yeah. it. <laughs> we promise the next episode's oh, gonna be absolutely good. Yeah. No, we're well, gonna do a mini-zone. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the next one has to be a long one because we have something big coming up uh, soon the next week. Spider-Man. That is true. Combo break. Is it one week? I don't know, bro. Literally one yeah. week. Because yeah. uh, the PlayStation the showcase is yeah, literally next week. Oh, PlayStation. That is also true. I mean, Spider-Verse is also... That's two weeks. No, no, we got a little bit more time. We got, yeah, it's two weeks. Yeah, a little bit time. But uh, that is yep. true. Oh, God damn it. Damn, you guys are the same. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Yep. Oh, Spider-Man wins. Come on, guys. Don't fight yourselves. You can play through no, Spider-Man. No, I got and I can I'm both. literally doing both. I, I took the day off to make sure I could do both. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm doing That's both. That's fair. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> let's call it here. All right, we're done. Farewell. Take it easy, guys. Good night. Good night.